What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm so glad, again, you're tuning in, whether this is your first time or 5,000th time listening to Vantage Point, wherever you are in the U.S. and abroad. Welcome, welcome back. And we've been in our signature summer series, uh, Persons of Interest Summer Takeover, where basically I take a back seat and I allow guest hosts to come on and share and in june we did our next gen installment uh so be sure if you haven't heard any of those episodes go back and check those out they're on any platform that we're on and in july we actually kicked off our uh jesus and therapy installment where we not only talked about jesus but we also talked about the power of therapy and we had uh some great guests on and speaking of that i want to give a special shout out and thank you to our last week's guest uh pastor tiffany white out of west palm beach florida she did an amazing job talking about flaws and all. You can definitely uh, go back and listen to that episode. Every episode has links to uh, each speaker's, uh, whether it's social media, their their uh, link tree, so you can get connected with them. This week is no different. We're going to have an amazing amazing uh, person just straight out of here right out of Tulsa Oklahoma and I want to be able to bring her to the stage she's going to be talking about emotions right and uh, we all have them we all deal with them it's an amazing episode I want you to tune in I want you to lock in I want you to share and get ready to speak on these emotions so let's bring to the vantage point stage Naomi Sengumba. So much for inviting me in this space. My name is Naomi Sangyumba, and I am the founder of Speak Back to Life, where I help businesses, communities, families, and individuals flip chaos into calm with customized communication strategies. Basically, I help people win with words. I do this as a coach, a consultant, and a minister, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys today about the thing that makes and breaks people. We're going to be talking about emotions. Are they friends or are they foes? We're going to find out today. Uh, I love, love, love love this topic and I'm so excited that I get to kind of talk to you guys about uh, this topic. It's not going to be very scripture heavy. It's going to be very practical today and uh, I want to talk about a scripture Psalms 139 uh, verse 12 and it talks about it's David talking to God about even in the darkness you will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. And we're going to talk about difficult emotions. I want you to think about emotions like a classroom in your head. You are the teacher and your emotions are the students. Uh, and the atmosphere that the emotions bring are going to be the chaos that's in your head that then turns to the chaos that's in your life. <laughs> so some of us are having storms inside of us and storms all around us because of these little tricky students called emotions. And the big thing is, is if we learn and understand our emotions, emotions won't cause chaos. They won't. So let's talk about it. 
usually there's a trigger that happens. That trigger can be from trauma. That trigger can be from being rejected, being made fun of, being disliked, uh, being hit with news, having a chronic illness, going through a divorce or having parents go through a, a divorce, having family problems. Triggers happen. And the thing is, you don't know what your triggers are until they come. And after the triggers come, there are thoughts. The thoughts could be you're a failure, that nobody likes you, that your life is doomed, that you'll never be able to get out of this, whatever your thoughts may be, then become a feeling. And those emotions can be fear, sadness, hopelessness, despair, worthlessness, upset, uh, being discouraged, being disheartened. There's emotions in your classroom that are then called on. And those emotions will, if you, they will locate you if you allow them or they will lead you if you allow them. Now let's talk about how to allow emotions to lead or locate. See, the thing is, emotions are amazing, amazing things. They are gifts. All emotions are essential. In fact, I might even say all emotions are gifts sent from God. They're all essentials. The thing is, they're good locators and horrible leaders. And the problem with us as people, most of the times, we allow them to lead. We let the students in our classroom tell us how the classroom's atmosphere is going to be. And so we're going to learn how to uh, uh, locate, let the emotions locate us so that we can have, flip our chaos into calm. The feelings turn into behaviors. Behaviors could be being inactive, skipping school, maybe moping around, maybe uh, canceling appointments that you have scheduled when you felt a little better before you were triggered. Uh, behaviors happen because of how we feel about the emotions that we're experiencing. And that's when we start seeing our emotions as foe instead of friend. But let's talk about difficult emotions because after the behavior, the behavior turns into a physical response. So you might be crying, which is not a bad thing. I'm learning that this year. <laughs> or it's a poor appetite or insomnia or low energy or cutting off a coworker or a friend or uh, deciding to step away from church because you were triggered. See, emotions can be our friends or our foes. So let's Let's find new ways to think about difficult emotions, and then we can talk about how we're going to respond and cope with these emotions. Like I told you before, emotions are students, and you're the teacher. And there's an atmosphere that each emotion can bring into the chaos in your to bring into the chaos in your head. So let's talk about the student anger. See, the thing is, all emotions are essential. If you never got angry, nothing in your life would ever change. Think about it. Every human rights movement, every civil rights movement, anything that has ever made a change and an impact globally 
happened because of this emotion. It's a great student if you let it locate you. But this emotion also caused a lot of people to be locked up because they've done a lot of things. It even might have caused a breakup that you didn't want because you didn't know how to regulate yourself well and you ended up busting windows at your car and, and being the spokesperson to Jasmine Sullivan's song, you know? Emotions can do that to you. But what we want our emotions to do is be our students. We want our emotions to be able to, to speak to us to speak to us and tell us something. So let's talk about the emotion of anger. See, anger is very, very helpful. It tells us when something's unfair. Anger motivates us to change. It builds up lots of energy and pressure in our minds and our body that can get us to move and do something about that thing that you've been sitting on forever. Anger can cause lots of people to be scared, but it also can be a very, very good thing. So here's some help, helpful responses to, to dealing with the student of anger. First thing it, first is whenever you are triggered and you realize that the feeling is the emotion of anger, then you want to step away from the situation that makes you feel angry and get somewhere that feels less threatening. You want to try to avoid immediate responses to anger. This is not the student that you just respond to right away. You give yourself time to calm down and think. Even use some good coping skills like deep breathing. Come on, because when this one comes, you're going to be breathing fast, you're going to be thinking fast, and you're going to be doing fast. And the things that you do when you do them fast will not be wise. They'll probably be the things that, that, that uh, Proverbs consists, constitutes as foolish. So you want to find respectful and constructive ways to write whatever that wrong thing is. You want to work out what it is that you feel is unfair. Figure out that thing that you think is unfair and wrong, the heart of the issue. Because the thing is, sometimes, and most of the times, anger is a secondary emotion. So there's something else that has not been resolved when you're dealing with this emotion. So you want to release physical energy safely maybe go to the gym maybe go to dancing singing laughing all of these physical releases help you to be able to deal with this anger in a healthy way and then you also want to ex practice acceptance and compassion the unhelpful responses the way it this is the way that you locate anger the way that you let anger leave would be violence ah yeah we see them, Twitter fingers all the time. We see them. We see the way that people respond. Um, sometimes it's, it's you wake up on violence or you disrespect yourself or other people or you suppress your feelings and pretend like everything's okay, which then piles up and then you explode on people that weren't even at the root of whatever it is that you were angry about. And you can start judging your anger because you're starting to blow up and you, you start noticing the pattern and or you run to drugs and alcohol that will help for a season but not really help. Let's talk about our student shame. Shame 
the way that uh, that it communicates, it communicates and tells you what you think whenever you think that you've betrayed your values or you betrayed um, someone that you care about. Shame makes us think that we're bad in the eyes of others, and shame makes us want to hide or punish ourselves. When this student um, comes up in the classroom, if it leads you, it'll cause you to isolate yourself, to punish yourself, and to repeat over and over and over what you have done. And it also can drive you to go into um, substance abuse, drugs and alcohol. But the way that you can allow shame to locate you the way that you can allow shame to help you is by taking time to understand the way, the what you feel ashamed about. Figure out what it is that you're ashamed about. If your shame is about something that that happened to you, if your shame is about being hurt or abused, you have to put the shame where it belongs. That does not belong to you. That does not belong to you. Shame is also a social emotion. You can't release it on your own. So this is where community is really important. And I know that it's going to be counter what you feel. But this emotion is going to make you want to go away. But there, there's a scripture that talks about um, confess your sins one to another and then you will be healed. And that is the response for shame. Shame is a social emotion. You can't release it on your own. You have to share your feelings with others that you trust. And if you did genuinely do something wrong, this is where you can allow it to locate you. And you do what you can do to put things right. After you've done what you can to put things right, then forgive yourself and let it go. Practice self-love even when it feels like it's inappropriate. (laughs) And that's when you need it the most. (laughs) And then go to uh, public places. Don't be alone. Uh, Find a support group. Find, uh, reach out to your community. Build a community um, that that you can be authentic and be yourself with. Uh, Find professionals. My people, find professionals that can help you to walk through some of these things that you're locating yourself. See, see, even the difficult emotions, and I'm not going to talk about a lot of them today, but even the difficult emotions can be your friend. So after we've talked about these emotions, friend or foe? You make your choice. Do you think that emotions are still a foe? That they're still bad for you? No. All of your emotions, even the difficult ones, can help you to be the best friend, be the best spouse, be the best you. And if you allow your emotions, the students that are in your head, to locate whatever it is that's going on, then you will address that student and let that student go back into your seat. Your emotions don't go anywhere. They're always going to be in your head. And a trigger will cause it to yell, uh, cause it to, to wreak havoc in your classroom. Uh, that's going to happen. Triggers are going to happen. What you want to do is figure out those thoughts, develop alternative healthy thoughts, and work out your emotions. Work 
out your emotions. Let them be your friend. And you continue to be the teacher in your classroom. Well, all right. It's been such a joy talking to you guys about emotions, talking to you guys about how you can let them locate you and not lead you, and to talk to you guys about how you can win in life. Again, I told y'all my name is Naomi Sangyumfa. It's been a joy being before you. If you want to get a hold of me, all you have to do is go to www.speakbacktolife.com. Speakbacktolife.com. That is where you can find more about me, um, where you could reach me, and where we can start having these conversations. I love helping people win with words, both written and spoken. It has been a total joy being able to hijack Vantage Point for today. (laughs) Um, But just because I was a substitute teacher for today doesn't mean that y'all need to stop listening, okay? He has some great people um, coming to give you guys some amazing knowledge and continue uh, tapping in and also... I feel like we're family now. We already talked about the tough stuff. Come on. So you can go ahead and join my family. And uh, I loved the opportunity of coming and speaking to you guys. I actually want to end in prayer. Um, so join me. Well, Papa, I thank you that there are people here that are dealing with difficult emotions and they don't know if they can trust themselves. They don't know how to deal with all of these difficult emotions. Maybe it's anger, maybe it's fear, maybe it's shame, maybe it's guilt. Papa, there are heavy emotions that people are having difficulty reconciling because there's heavy things in life that are happening to people. Things that people never thought would have ever happened. And so I just ask that you be the comforter that you are. And I ask that you bring them the community that's needed or give them the, the, the strength to be able to seek out the, the community that's needed to help them, to love them back whole, <laughs> to love them back to life. <laughs> I thank you, Papa, that you care about them. I thank you that there is no darkness, just like we read. There is no darkness that's dark to you. In fact, any darkness that we might experience as as people is light to you, and you already have a way around it. Well, I thank you that you're giving solutions to all of our problems, especially our emotional ones. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.